Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Thank you all for supporting our podcast and thanks for supporting this ministry. You know, I was glad when they told me, when they said to me, (laughs) Pastor Phil, it's time to share with your podcasting family. (laughs) Yes, you are my podcasting family. And I'm praying that God will continue to pour out bountiful blessings over your life. I'm praying that you are applying these episodes to your life because there is so much spiritual healthy snacks that are in the word of God (laughs) that if you continually and consistently feed off of these wholesome edibles, You will find your stride in life. Your faith in God will develop. Your strength will be renewed and your mind regulated. You will blossom into the man or woman that God created you to be. Now, people of God, the word of God is not always about material things. It's really about developing your relationship with God and allowing God to give you the things that pertain to life and godliness. You see, your inner core of who you are is what is on God's agenda. He knows what you really need. And a lot of times we pray for things that are simply not the right for your current situation. You see, I can pray all day asking the Lord, Lord, will you bless me with a million (laughs) dollars? And that sounds really good when you only have a hundred (laughs) pennies. But it's the core that God is looking at. He understands you. He knows how you think. He also knows when, as the Bible declares in the book of James, chapter 4, verses 2 and 3, it says, you crave something that you do not possess. So, you murder to get it. You desire the things you cannot earn. So you sue others and fight for what you want. You do not have it because you have chosen not to ask. And when you do ask, you still do not get what you want because your motives are all wrong because you continually focus on self-indulgence. Now, before I move on, I want my listeners to know I'm always speaking from the voice translation. The voice translation. So as you follow along with me, you may have other translations, but the one that I choose because I want to make sure that the scriptures are as plain as the nose on my face to make sure that you are receiving what God wants you to hear. Amen. Let's continue on. So listen, when your motives are all wrong, when you believe 
that you can con God, knowing your, your ultimate goal is to satisfy or gratify your fleshly desires. How would a loving God give to someone who at their present state is not capable of handling his blessings? A parent would never give a child a car and tell them that they can drive the car without teaching them how responsible they have to be when it comes to operating a vehicle. It would be irresponsible of that parent because the child is not of age or is not prepared to handle the blessing that the parent provided for their child. It's the same way with God. It is the same way with God. He knows if you still need more teaching, more training. He wants to see how mature you have become over a period of time. This is when the Lord will shower down blessings over your life when you can handle his blessings. I'm reminded of the story of Solomon in the Bible. And in the book of 1 Kings chapter chapter 3, verses 3 through 15, I believe. Now listen, Solomon was a young man. His father, King David, had died and Solomon became king. And therefore, responsibilities was all on his shoulders for the people of Israel. And in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 15, we learn that one night, God came to him in a dream and told him to ask for whatever he wanted. <laughs> I want you guys to think about that. If God came to you in a dream and asked you, what do you want? What do you want? What would be your response? Be honest with yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you. Solomon, though, in humility, asked for the wisdom to govern God's people because he knew he couldn't do it alone. The Lord granted Solomon exactly what he needed and gave him above what he had asked for simply because he saw his honesty and his transparency and his reluctance in governing the people of Israel. Now, James, the first chapter, verses five through eight says, if you don't have all the wisdom needed for this journey, then all you have to do is ask God for it and God will grant all of that that you need. He gives lavishly and never scolds you for asking. The key is that your request be anchored by your single-minded commitment to God. Those who depend only on their judgment, I'm going to say that again, those who depend only on their judgment are like those lost on the seas, carried away by any wave 
or picked up by any wind. Those adrift on their own wisdom shouldn't assume the Lord will rescue them or bring them anything. The splinter of divided loyalty shatters your compass. <laughs> the splinter of divided loyalty shatters your compass and leaves you dizzy and confused. <laughs> when you pray, make sure that your request is anchored, <laughs> connected to God. That's how you remain anchored. Stay connected to God and connected to his purpose for your life. A person who has a single mindedness is one who does not flip flop or live a double lifestyle. And when you depend only on your own judgment, you set yourself up for failure. You drift and sway. You are tossed to and fro with no stability, inconsistent, not dependable. And every situation that comes your way, you are washed away because you are not anchored in anything of substance. Dizzy and confused. Yes, this is what happens when you focus on self-indulgence. When you focus on self-indulgence rather than operating with single-mindedness, God will bless you. God will bless you when you ask God with your whole heart to be in line to his will. When you ask with a pure heart, as St. Matthew says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. When you ask with a pure heart, with the right motives, with the right intentions, God will richly bless you in Jesus name. All right. All right. I got a little excited. So let's get into today or tonight's episode. And as always, the Lord has impressed upon me a subject that requires you to take inventory of yourself and acknowledge where you are with God and how you can make improvements to your life. Now, listen, people of God, I remember working for my company and every year, whew, and I mean every year, we had to take inventory. An inventory is a way of finally examining where you are in terms of what you have gained or what you have lost. It tells you how consistent you have been in implementing the measures that the company has issued to prevent minimum loss and to capture the maximum amount of sales for the year. And listen, I used to hate doing inventory. We had to climb behind the racks, looking for those loose items in the racking that have fallen down behind the racking. We had to count and count and count. We had to make sure that everything 
was in its proper location. Then we also had an independent company come in and count this inventory to make certain we are not trying to fudge the numbers. <laughs> because I believe that somebody would do this and they believe somebody would do this if they knew they could get wouldn't get caught doing <laughs> this in terms of inventory. <laughs> and after inventory was over, after all of the counting and counting was done, we celebrated. Because most of the time we came out on the winning side of inventory. But in my years working there, I've also witnessed people losing their jobs because through the inventory process, I've seen individuals lose their jobs because the leaders failed in following the standards of the company. And consequently, we had to change the leadership of the team because they were deemed not trustworthy. It's unfortunate that the leader has to take the blame for somebody else's mistakes. But when they took the position, they knew of their responsibilities. Now listen, the Lord has impressed upon me the need to talk about our responsibilities as leaders of our lives. God has given us a mandate a command to live a certain way, operate under his authority, follow his rules, and maximize the gift that's inside of us to make an impact in this life. However, we still want God to provide for us even when we constantly break the rules. Now listen, today or tonight's episode is to hold yourself accountable to God's standards and live this life knowing that being irresponsible with your life doesn't mean you get a pass just because you tell people, I'm a good person. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. <laughs> Maybe that's what we all say. And listen, it's great to be a good person. It's wonderful to be a good person that you've done some good deeds. But are you trustworthy? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> are you trustworthy? And so today or tonight's episode is one for your listening ears and having a heart and mind to receive this message of hope to let you know that God wants you to be trustworthy. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled, Are You Trustworthy? Are you trustworthy? Are you really trustworthy? The definition of the word trustworthy simply means a high quality of truthfulness and dependability, which rewards faith. 
Now listen, God is trustworthy and his people are called to be trustworthy in their dealings with other people, having the ability to be reliable, honest, and truthful deems you trustworthy. A person who's trustworthy is sound in mind. A person, a person who's above suspicion, a person who's honorable, a treasure, a jewel that provides value to the masses, a person whose ethics line up with the word of God because they know it's needed in this corrupt world. You see, the enemy loves to entice people away from being trustworthy. Scandal sells. Let's be honest. Scandal sells. Evil seems to be the theme of this time in history and the political makeup of our leaders. Their approach to being a person who's trustworthy appears to our eyes as a noble thing but it's not in demand. We need to become trustworthy in every situation and circumstance throughout our lives. And when we become trustworthy to God, he will bless us in such a way that it will demonstrate to the world what real success looks like. God's glory will shine in the face of this dark and evil world. And then he will cut down on the losses <laughs> and people stealing your identity. But the main thing is how blessed you will become when you have been deemed trustworthy by God. Before we continue, we are going to take a break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, Are You Trustworthy? Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled, Are You Trustworthy? Let's go straight into the word of God and we'll be coming from the book of Psalms 19, verse 7. Psalms 19, verse 7. And so in order to be trustworthy, you have to believe in the one who is trustworthy. And that is God. And so Psalms 19 verse 7 says, God's law is perfect, turning lives around. His words are reliable and true, instilling wisdom to open minds. I want to say that verse one more time. God's law is perfect, turning lives around. His words are reliable and true, instilling wisdom to open minds. So 
One of the points that I want to focus on in this particular passage of Scripture, God's law is perfect. It's not flawed. It provides justice and mercy. It's not inconsistent. It will stand the test of time. It also turns individuals' lives around. People who lived a treacherous life are now free from the bondages of sin. People who used to be a detriment to society are now pastors and judges or police officers or educators. God's word continues to be trustworthy when other new age philosophies have entered into our society. It is God's word that saves the lives of people who were foolish in their assessment of God. God's word has changed the hearts of the people who were simply lost. His words are reliable and true. <laughs> His word instills wisdom to open-minded people. You see, closed-minded people are the people who never grow. They're always stagnated. They're stuck. Not stuck. They're stuck. They're never open to change their ways. I found out the real successful companies are always looking to better themselves because if they do not better themselves, their competition will outpace them or overtake them because when you are locked in and never being open for new opportunities, you will flame out because people will be loyal to a person who has their best interest in mind. So we have to understand, people of God, that his word instills wisdom. And when you receive wisdom from God, he opens you up to the possibilities of what you can do in God. And as the scripture says in Philippians 4 and 19, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A trustworthy person is a person who is reliable and will protect personal business. <laughs> I want to say that one more time for people who like to confide in people. A trustworthy person is a person who is reliable and will protect people's personal business. Proverbs 11 and 13 says, a gossiper can't keep anything confidential, but a reliable person protects a secret. Keeping things confidential is where many people struggle with. You can damage a person by sharing personal information that a person has confided in you about. But a reliable person or a trustworthy person protects the vulnerable. Keeping personal business is something that God has placed in his word for a reason. 
He wants you to aid in a person by ministering love to a person who has looked to you to confide in. So we have to understand, we have to protect people's personal business because the Bible says a gossiper can't keep anything confidential, but a reliable person protects a secret. A person who's trustworthy is not corrupted by greed. Proverbs, the 13th chapter and 11th verse states, money earned hastily is easily lost, but hard earned money continues to grow. I'm going to say that verse one more time. A person who is trustworthy is not corrupted by greed because the Bible declares money earned hastily is easily lost, but hard earned money continues to grow. Think about it. Get rich schemes easily lost. Earning money in a trustworthy manner will continue to grow and not only the money will grow, but your appreciation for doing things the right way. And that will help you to grow, to become everything the Lord has created you to be. So don't be corrupted by greed. Greed will cause a great fall and it will cause you not to grow in God. God has created you to be trustworthy with the gift that he has placed inside of you. Because we all have gifts and talents to impact the world that we live in. And 2 Timothy, the first chapter and the 14th verse says it best. As for the precious thing entrusted to you, protect it with the help of the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. So my question to you, people of God, are you protecting God's precious gift that he has placed inside of you? Are you allowing sin to creep into your everyday life? What are you watching on TV that has distorted your view on life? What are you listening to when it comes to protecting the wisdom that God has placed inside of you? To say no to sin and say yes to God's will for your life. What friends are you hanging around that tries to tempt you into doing something that you know, you know it's wrong, but yet you succumb to the pressure and now you are not trustworthy anymore. The Holy Spirit sends his signal or warning sign to warn you of the present danger to what the Lord has entrusted you with. Make yourself trustworthy to God. He will reward you. And God will reward the person who demonstrates trustworthiness. And in Proverbs, the 28th chapter, the 20, 20th verse, and this is reading from the New Living Translation, it says the trustworthy person will get a rich reward. But a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. And so in closing, people of God, it's time. 
it's time for us to take inventory of ourselves. Look deeply and introspectively at how we have been operating over this past year. Are we really developing ourselves into becoming a trustworthy person? God is our independent auditor. <laughs> we can't fudge the numbers thinking he won't notice what's been stolen out of our lives. Where we have become negligent when it comes to guarding our gift that's inside of us. That he has given to us to use for his glory. Becoming trustworthy is an ongoing, everyday process that has to be a critical focus for our lives. With the aid of the Holy Spirit, and with God's teachings, we can become trustworthy. And he has promised us a rich reward when we apply his teachings to our lives. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all your many blessings. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for the peace that you provide for us each and every day. You are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Thank you for providing for us each and every day. And Lord God, as we have entered into your word tonight or today in this episode entitled, Are You Trustworthy? God, examine our hearts. God, help us to eliminate the mistakes that we made. Help us to practice your word, applying your word to our everyday lives so that we can add value to our lives so we can live life with purpose. Lord God, I pray for every listener under the sound of my voice that you will just minister grace to them and help them along their everyday journey that they will always work on being trustworthy for you. Being trustworthy for the world is not good. It will fail us, but being trustworthy before you is the signal and the, and the significance of what we'll be able to receive because now we've been empowered and infused by you. Lord God, love on us. Give us guidance. Give us direction so we can become trustworthy before you. And we'll be careful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all of the glory. And we ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled, Are You Trustworthy? This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. God is doing amazing things. Continue to share the podcast with your friends and your family. God is doing things beyond my scope. <laughs> and I believe God will continue to pour out. It's because of your generosity. So please continue to share the podcast with your friends, your family, your church goer, going friends, whoever will be willing to, to receive a message of, message of hope from God. And so we're excited for what God is going to do for this particular podcast and for this ministry, Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, 
don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We'll be careful to make sure that we give you the, the tools needed in order to live a victorious life. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Please consider supporting us financially. Giving will make a big difference. Our goal by the end of June is to feed 250 families by the end of June. And that will be possible through your contributions to Full of Life Ministries. So just be prayerful. Whatever amount that the Lord has placed on your heart to give, give it knowing that you are giving into a good ministry that's going to be honest and truthful with your finances. So please just think about us and let's continue to walk in the authority that God has given us. We love you with the love of Christ. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.